Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. your house and move to a new house, you don't own the old house anymore. This might be an obvious statement, but it's nonetheless worth noting for where we're going today. For most of us, we sign a contract with the bank for a mortgage, and that contract gives us ownership of our home, borrowing the bank's money. When we sell that home, the contract becomes void and typically gets replaced with a new contract, which gives us a new home. The Bible speaks of agreements with God, which are called covenants. These are contracts whereby God and humanity enter into an agreement, making commitments to one another. A major covenant is called the Old Covenant, made with Israel at Mount Sinai, based on the laws and commandments and promises of God towards his people Israel. But a new contract, a new covenant, was going to be coming through Jesus, and we see a major aspect of its effects in today's verses. Up until this point, the Spirit has come at Pentecost, the apostles have been speaking in other tongues, a crowd has gathered, and we carry on with Acts chapter 2, verses 14 through 21, which says, Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your young men will see visions, your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This is the first gospel presentation of the brand new church and the first clear gospel presentation in the book of Acts, though there will be many more to follow. Peter begins by quoting the prophet Joel, who prophesied hundreds of years before these events at Pentecost, foreshadowing what was to come. It's important for us to realize that under the old covenant, the old contract with God, not everyone had the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came to a few choice leaders and prophets and priests, and if you wanted to please God, you trusted your leaders, and you listened to your prophets, and you went to your priests to pray for you. These spirit-filled people would speak to God on your behalf, and they would hear from God on your behalf, and your job was to follow what they told you to do. But this was always going to be temporary. The prophet Joel, as well as other Old Testament prophets, spoke of a day when a new covenant, a new contract would come that would replace the old one. And Joel emphasized that under this new contract with God, the Holy Spirit would come to everybody. The Holy Spirit himself never changes, but his interaction with humanity would be changing in the New Covenant. Up until now, he has primarily been interacting with a small group of Jewish men. But now in the fullness of God's plan, he would not be limited by class or race or age or gender. The Holy Spirit would be poured out on all people. The only condition to receive the Spirit is, are you people? If so, and if you trust in Jesus, then the Holy Spirit is yours. 
Peter quotes Joel saying, this is happening today, right now. These words are being fulfilled right here at Pentecost. This incredible new age has started. The Spirit is for everyone and anyone who asks Jesus for salvation will receive it. It's the first day of the new church and we are off to an amazing start, celebrating all that God has promised and remembering that God always keeps his promises. Today, read over this passage, especially the quote from Joel, and pray into its words, looking at some of the things that we are told the promised Holy Spirit would do, and pray for them, for yourself, for your children, for your church, for the people around you. Pray for the Holy Spirit to move in power.